Yo. What you doing? Pipe bender. Just checking out the Unilite stock market. It's not looking good. You looking at those grannies again? Who else is there? Ash and Mike. Put them on the phone. Yo. What's going on? Mike! You there? Yeah? Pick up the phone! Yo. What's up? Anyway. Chilling, killing, and drilling. So here we are, trade legends for our Halloween spooktacular with myself, Big Al, and PB Plumber. What's up? You right? Yeah, you. Fresh fade? Yeah, thank you, mate. Looking good, mate? Yeah, did a job for someone, uh, fitted a load of radiators, and he paid me with a haircut. Paid you with a trim. Mentioning no names. Um, yes, so Halloween special tonight. I'm very, very excited. We finally got Mr. Ledlenser over here, <laughs> Mike Residual Current. Uh, he was going to let us down for the second time, but he decided he was going to turn up. So welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Very happy to have you on. Like, one of these people that during lockdown, when I've been watching you on social doing something massively constructive, so I can't wait to talk to you about that. And then I've got Ash from Mahoney Bricklayers, and uh, ironically met him outside on a neighbour's drive doing some absolutely fantastic work, and I wanted to have somebody on from the br bricklaying world, because yeah. we haven't had anybody on from that sort of trade yet, mm -hmm. and your work was absolutely phenomenal. I appreciate that. Slightly jealous that my neighbour's got a real good-looking wall, yeah. especially because he goes, I paid so much for this wall. <laughs> Look at my wonderful wall. Great wall of China. I'm like, yes, it looks lovely, well done, he's done a good job. Yeah. So it looked absolutely fantastic, so I thought I'd get you on, Obviously, weirdly, you bumped into Dave Elwood, yeah. who's going out on Sunday. Oh, top bloke, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he also recommended to get you on. Yeah. Works fantastic, so really excited to talk to both of you. And uh, who should we start with then, Pete? Who should we get into first? Should we put Mr. Led Lenzer on the spot? Yeah. Right. Can't speak. <coughs> did, uh, they'll have shown the skit we did before, the WhatsApps. What's that? Um, Give me your best WhatsApp then, Pete. No, I, I already did a sore, sore throat before I got here. Oh, he's so timid <laughs> these days. Right? He's a superstar and trade legend. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> we'll start with Mike. So, what, do you want to start with the residual current side or the. Yeah, I mean, obviously that came first, residual current. So, you can sort of talk to us about being a Sparky. Mm -hmm. Sort of, again, how did you get into it? Why did you get into it? Things you love about it, hate about it, you know. Tell us sort of from the start. And then I, I personally want to dig into the load outside because I know we have everybody on for trades. Yeah. But obviously you've gone sort of from there to the business world, in essence. Mm. But if you just give us a bit of backstory. So for everybody sort of listening, you've probably done podcasts before and there'd be a few people that might have heard the mic residual current sort of side of things. Yeah. But just give us a bit of backstory as to how you came to where you are now. Yeah, so um, 
Um, I've been doing electrics for 10 years now. Uh, 2019, I was sat making off a board, um, board, and I thought um, I'd make a page. I'd seen bits, but I was a bit naive to like how big the community was online. Um, so I made the page Residual Current. Um, it's going to be like a community page where I'd post. Was, was like, this in 2019? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. so you've, you've grown as well. Yeah, um, and it was going to be like a community page where I'd put like updates or like information and news and stuff like that. And then um, I quickly started realising that no one cares about any of that, you know. Um, they want to see your work and stuff. So I started posting that. And then, yeah, fast forward a couple of years, uh, I think I'm like at like 29,000 or something. Um, and yeah, I just post the work that I do, the tools that I use and all that sort of stuff, really enjoy it. Um, I'm quite passionate about my job anyway, so it's a good way to like vent that. Um, and then lockdown, first lockdown, um, I was, I'm on a zero, well was, I quit my job now, but I was on a zero hours contract, so I didn't get any furlough or anything like that. I was sat home for about two weeks um, at the start when no one knew sort of what was going on. With the good weather and the barbecues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I sat there thinking, right, I'm getting no furlough. Um, I, I just realised how vulnerable you are, like, on a zero-hours contract. And then I've got a massive passion did, for did tools. It, did it suit you before? Because there's always that argument with zero-hours contracts, isn't there? Yeah. That Mike Ashley, zero-hours contracts really yeah. bad. And then so, there's, there's some people that actually quite in, enjoy them. So up until that point, were you... I was a bit naive to it. I think when lockdown come around, I realised, like, I looked into it more. So before I just signed the contract, I didn't really care. I've been working as a subcontractor for the company for quite a while. And then they were like, no, we want to put you on the cards. Here's a contract, signed it. And then when I actually looked into it, you'd get um, no sick pay apart from statutory. Um, you get obviously your holiday and stuff like that, but you don't get any furlough. Um, you know, you haven't really got, you're not really that well protected. Um, so I just realised how vulnerable I was. So I quickly nipped that in the bud, went self-employed again. Um, but I had to go limit company and all that sort of stuff. But um, I also sat there thinking, you know, there's got to be something else, maybe another passive income and all was, these. Was that difficult for you? Because if you've been employed and then all of a sudden you've got yeah. to go limited company, this is obviously yeah. what, what we'll touch on with you with the business side of things. Yeah. Like When somebody else has been doing that for you, all of a sudden you're like, Shit, well, it to. was weird because so I've been doing it 10 years and I worked for the company I was, I was working with for like the last three years. But for the, I don't know, eight of those years, I was uh, self-employed anyway. So I'd done oh. all my own books and oh, everything okay. like that. I come and work for this company, which is quite above board. So after you sub for, I think it's 12 weeks, you're supposed to go on the cards with them mm. or... or not all just move along. Um, obviously, I don't think a lot of people do, but that's what you're supposed to do. And they wanted me to do that. So then that was the first time I actually went employed was with them after like eight or nine years of being self-employed. So it was a bit new. And that's why I think I was just a bit like, yeah, cool, signed it and, you know, got on Didn't with think it. Didn't about but it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so sat in the first lockdown, sat home, a lot of time on my hands. I think I was like speaking to you. I'd done a, a video for on Unilite product. I was doing stuff uh, mm. like that. I was doing lots of videos on like vetoes and all that sort of stuff. And I sat there and thought, very much like what you do, there's no one, there's no tool shop that's like taking charge of social media and like making videos about the tools they sell and you know, all that sort of stuff. And that's where I was playing a lot of Call of Duty, I think everyone was, so loadout <laughs> drops and all that. <laughs> so then um, coined the term, obviously a lot of people called it that anyway, but we coined the term loadout. Obviously that's your, your tool loadout, your kit. 
um, and then yeah built the website over a few months um, spoke to people like you you know Vito Velocity Nipex all these people which agreed to drop ship because um, obviously we had no had no capital to work with mm. managed to rally like all these big name brands together put them all on the website and we launched August 1st and we done like 8k in the first month mm. which is nothing but it's massive um, and a year I'll, later I'll, I'll be honest with you in your first month to do that mm. He's, he's really good. Yeah, he's like you, you might not think it's anything because you think, well, some of the people like yeah. you probably think that you're talking to me and you're thinking, well, 8K. 8K is a lot. Yeah. Like, pat yourself on the back for that because yeah. to go from being employed to actually doing stuff, even to get brands like me mm. to actually go, okay, then yeah. you've got no capital, but I'll work with you. Mm. Even that's yeah, it's, hard, it's crazy. It's hard to do. So how does dropshipping work? Just explain that. So it's essentially um, you go on our website, you put a Unilite in your basket, some Nipex tools and a Velocity bag. You check out. Um, we've set up software so that um, it automatically pings the different companies, uh, you know, what they want from them, where yeah. it's going to. Um, and then, you know, like if these guys are send us an invoice, we pay that, it gets sent out. Some people it's a bit more automated. Some people we have to like place the order ourselves where it's really not automated at all. Um, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the, you know, who's, the customer. Who's that? Name and shame. The, cr the uh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> name and shame. Um, it's probably, but, probably us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, and, and then you'll get the three different parcels, of course. So we're trying to get away from that. So we've just got our first warehouse. Because um, there's a charge for dropping. Yeah, there's, drop there's charges. There. The customer's getting three different parcels, three like, different like for, dates. For, for us to send out a parcel is like seven seven pounds fifty now because yeah. of the fuel and obviously fuel crisis, all crazy. that type of stuff, fuel mm -hmm. surcharge. It's not even cheap. So if he's got to send a parcel out from three different brands, they're yeah. all going to charge him. That. So the benefit to someone like me, if I was ordering from the Lodar shop, I've not got to go on the Unilite website and then the Velocity website and then mm, the Nippets website. It's all, all in, one in one place. place. And like, we do a lot of like content on it. So you, you know, get to see the product. Yeah. Okay. Like even though we're doing our own content, if you, for example, have got all of those products in one place, like in the tool bag, you yeah. can see how they fit in there. You can do videos about how oh, they yeah, clip okay. on, all the rest of it. Whereas obviously I can only do videos on our side of things. And is it different to like, so in my head, because obviously I don't do this, I'm mm. a plumber. If you, um, really, if you have a website, <laughs> if you have a website and a warehouse and you were selling torches, surely the more you buy in volume, the cheaper you buy yeah. them for, and then you can sell them. So exactly. does, it, does it work? What? So drop shipping, you're not getting the most competitive rates at all. And then like Alex says, you'll incur shipping fees from like everyone as well. So we have to put in like minimum spends where you have to spend a certain amount on a certain brand to cover that. Some people do free shipping, some people obviously cover their costs. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, we're literally renovating our, our first unit and we're bringing it all in house. So we're getting all our own stock. Um, spending a lot of money, yeah. of course, and everything. It's, it's stressful, but it, it's good. Um, and by the end of the month, we should, um, yeah, we should be shipping from our new place, all brands in-house. Uh, I um, mean, just just to peak, because obviously in your first year, I mean, you don't you don't have to mention it on here, but you mm. told me how much you turned over in your first year. Yeah. So. Um, so from zero. Yeah. It's thirty. It was thirteen months. It was um, quarter of a million. That's admitted, obviously, Nipex's numbers, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we know they'll... 
Get down, get down! Don't talk about don't the numbers. Number. Barnsley will just be waiting in my living room with a revolver. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Ralph Putsch, I think his name was. He'll be there with the red dot through the window. <laughs> he can terminate or terminate. Yeah, with the silencer as well. You won't even know he's there. <laughs> but to do to do that, I mean, for yeah, anybody that's sort crazy. of listening or watching, to hit that figure in one year, regardless of sort of like the profit side of things because obviously you're finding your feet mm. sometimes you go god i've spent some stupid yeah. money on stationery or something random and you're like the printer yeah. who's been printing in color which one of you is it like own <laughs> up but to do that sort of figure mm. from like the ground up to actually get the website up and running to convince the brands all in 13 months like i'll, I'll you know if ever you need a job <laughs> then you're more than welcome here <laughs> So that's but so the main the main part of it though that you've worked hard at is getting people to know that you're there mm. and you're selling stuff. Mm. So you've worked hard at your social media channel, yeah. Because it's nothing unless people know who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, there's a. Do, do, do you think then from doing your own page, definitely that's give you the yeah. the insight and the the people platform. say all the time they like buying from an electrician and then mm. with residual I'll go on and I'll do a video like jointing an armored cable or something in a ditch somewhere, but I'll be using all these tools, these stripping knives and these um, grips and stuff like that. And it's all, you can get it all from loadout. So mm. obviously I'm gonna plug that. Mm. Um, so I put it, you know, all in the description and stuff. And that is, um, I notice I put out a YouTube video and traffic will go through the roof. Mm. Um, same with like stuff on Insta, a new tool will come out, I'll get it, do a video on it and say it's available from loadout. It's a, it's a bit like, you know, when people, uh, fashion influencers, they'll wear, I don't know, like a Gucci outfit, yeah. but then they'll show you where else you can go and buy it. That's yeah. been like some of the people that are doing that. Yeah, smashing figures on social. Mm. And people it's say it's they idea. like buying from an electrician as well, rather than, you know, somebody who's just, I don't know, not in the trade or whatever. I that's, think they That's why your bags are successful, because people <laughs> yeah. are like, you're making a bag for, yeah, it's a tradesman making the product. Yeah, it's not, I was thinking about this on the way, because I was just thinking about um, the next bag I'm designing. And you know, when you got, like, before I started doing my own bags, I would buy Vito bags, and you would get the bag and then you would make it work like there'd be a pocket on your feet, what can I fit in that? Mm. Whereas the way I'm thinking it is, this pocket is for this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas- so um, it's built for a specific loadout. In yeah, because I do the job, whereas a bag designer, maybe they just think, oh, that's a nice place for a pocket with a Velcro mm. thing, and not, you know, what what tool is gonna go in that? So yeah, I think people, especially with my bags, because I've used so many bags over the years and I've now designed them for what I think people want, that's why they're popular. Mm. Mm. I, mean, I mean, for you, you Ash, so obviously, like, you know, you're coming from a completely different marketplace being a bricklayer. Yeah, yeah. Would you say, if you were watching somebody doing what Mike's doing with the different products and showing the products off, would you be more inclined to, to purchase that way? You're, you're an end user. Oh, so would you yeah, 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 yeah. If you're watching someone and they're specifically doing what they're doing with that tool and mm -hmm. you think, oh, that would work well for me, I could bring that into my game. Yeah. Then yeah, certainly you'd you'd purchase a product, wouldn't you? Yeah, because I, I I'd never thought of it like that. Obviously, until we started doing stuff in here, I never actually thought of it like that. I was always just posting a, a picture of a product. I was never mm. posting how it could be used or where you could put it or anything like yeah. that. So that's another thing about social that sort of. Yeah, I think the success of Loadout is directly linked to social media. That's why everyone's like, when you're going to quit, do it, quit being a spark and just, you know, sell mm. tools. And it's like, I can't really, because one, I love it anyway. I want to stay on the tools, but. Um, People, they'll relate to you more yeah. if you're doing the job. And like, so it's like, 
Where we, where do you want to buy your next kit bag from? Amazon and put more money in yeah. you know, Bezos' pocket so yeah. you can go to the moon a couple more times. Or <laughs> thanks everybody out. for paying for my racket <laughs> shit. Yeah, help out, help out a young lad um, who's had the balls to, to do it himself. Mm. I think, well, I think everyone should or would want to do that. Yeah. The only thing that's going to be the difference is the price. If it's mm. there's a massive price di- yeah. price difference, but I mean, is that something that you see in the bricklaying side? Is it is it somewhere where would you buy stuff from Amazon or are you still buying it from No, purchase? yeah, I do. I do. I mm. do sit on Amazon and, and I've scrolled through and I have ordered things on there. Mm. Um, generally, I like to try and go to Tallman and Coventry Road because... You can I, touch them and see Yeah, it. you can have a look at what, you, what you're going to mm. get. But there has been times where I'll, I'll order off Amazon if I haven't got a chance to go out and it comes next day most times, doesn't it? So yeah. That's when they smash it, though, that next day. The prime, yeah. yeah. You can order yeah. it to whatever time, at night time, and it'll be there in the morning. I mean, the, the, thing, the thing was, that was for me, that was great three years ago, like the Amazon thing. But I'm actually finding that some of the prices now on Amazon, they know that you're going to buy it because of that convenience. Of the price. So the price actually, before they, they battered everybody on the mm. price. Well, it's like they, they have um, this, you know, when you're, like, you're talking to someone about, I don't know, what do we talk about? What are we talking about Peggy. earlier? That's all you talk to me about. <laughs> and then an advert, in, for, an advert for Anusol is going to come up on have your you phone. you looking at my history? <laughs> but that's the good thing about Amazon Prime. You can order that direct to your house. You don't even have to go chemist now and say to the girl behind the counter, you've got any Anusol for me. <laughs> For my for my sore ass, it just comes straight to your house. <laughs> you got something to tell us? Bro. Well, it's a Halloween special, so if you need to get it out, <laughs> right? you looking at that builder's crap, thinking he needs some. But uh, you know, I've I've spoke to people. Um, this this happened to my mum. She was talking to me about she wanted a new microwave. I thought you were going to say I had to go to the pharmacy with my mum. <laughs> she was talking to me about a microwave was broken because I'd been in while she was on holiday and used a microwave. And she said, "Oh, you don't. It's broken." Yeah. And then she got an advert for a microwave on her Amazon at the side. Mm. So. Bezos is they, listening. They are yeah. definitely listening to us. He's listening. To be fair, I can't say anything because these two costumes were from Amazon. Yeah. And this. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Bezos. <laughs> oh, He's everywhere. Yeah, I know. You load out for any of your Leblenzer <laughs> or whatever outfits, you can get them from there. But I mean, going, going back to this then, I mean, for, for all those listening at home, for anybody in the similar situation where maybe their work's dried up or they're unsure about it, I mean, and they're looking to change, like we talked about people 28 wanting to suddenly become an electrician. You know, what sort of advice would you give to somebody then in a similar situation to what you were a year ago? Um, just dream big, you know, and just do it. Like, I'd, I'm obviously quite tech savvy but I could never build a website and mm. somehow just through like YouTube and Googling and Did you do that people. yourself? Yeah. Jeez. So through Shopify I have, which to, I have to imply <laughs> this one over here to do all that sort of stuff. Shopify holds your hand a bit but you know there's like coding involved like oh, He hates Shopify this one. Yeah. WooCommerce. It's, it's good and it's bad but you know there's loads of different ones isn't there but um, yeah like even just that you know i could have sat there and gone ah oh, well i don't know how to do a website so last sat done but i sat there and mm. do you know what i mean missus moaning at me i'm sat on the laptop just mm. yeah looking at code and youtube videos how to do stuff and then yeah. i got there in the end and yeah just be determined and that and even now um i mean people, how, how old are you now as well 25 25 so. turning over two hundred fifty thousand pounds yeah. learning how to do a website did you so was your idea you wanted to sell 
tools, tool bags, stuff related to your trade from a website. Did you run that idea by like mates and your family? Did they say it was a great idea or did yeah, you do something yeah. that you... Family always tells you it's going to yeah. fail, mate, and they go, don't do it. <laughs> I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you, they always go, oh, that's a shit idea. Or, or they sit there and go, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to make 250 grand in your first year? Yeah. Dream answer. <laughs> so I get it now. Like we just bought our unit and um, mm. not bought it, um, leasing it. And, um, How much is that costing you? <laughs> How can you afford it? Well, oh. it's, it's either that or it's um, like, oh, I don't know, shall we paint the floor? And it's like, well, you know, you should see how it goes. And it's like, I've okay. just dropped like... You know, twenty grand on this, and you should see how it goes. Like, yeah. and they I'll, believe in it. I'll be honest know. with you. You're very much like me, the sister, because obviously I've run the business <laughs> with the sister. She is like, how much does that cost? Yeah, but you need, you do need someone like that. You've got to have. Yeah. So hopefully, and that's you, that's the yeah. other half. So you, you um, have to have somebody to rein you in. Because if it was me, like we'd have a mega complex here, and there'd be a bat signal with a unit yeah. logo <laughs> off the top of the roof. They'd yeah. be like, Mate, that giveaway. She's like, what are you giving away? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just a bag. There's nothing yeah, in there's it. Nothing <laughs> right, if she's watch, if she's watching this, there's just a tall bag down here. There's nothing yeah. else. Yeah. But I mean, twenty five, two hundred fifty thousand pounds, like. If you were to sort of, what, 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 where do you, where do you expect it to go? Because I mean, I, I'm like, I'm pretty dumbstruck by that. Like for me, 25, 25, I was still like chasing skirt, drinking <laughs> beers. I was pretty. But uh, also, yeah. he's also fully qualified electrician working mm. as an electrician. So you've so. always actually got that to like. Yeah. Not saying it's going to fail because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not your family because <laughs> I believe if you get like every business, if you can get past the first year, first 18 months, mm. you're, you're on to a winner because they yeah. fail in, in that. Most yeah, fail yeah. in the first six months because somebody goes, oh, they get petrified or their yeah. parents have gone, you never do anything with your life. Yeah, you know, yeah. When you're at school, you never amount to anything. <laughs> And everybody amounts to something. They just got to find that one thing that it is that they're actually good at. Mm. Joe, you're good at change shit, banging the table. <laughs> I haven't even banged it. I'm he's, rubbing. I'm he's rubbing it. Karate chopping it now. I'm you've rubbing it. You have to lay a load of you're dressed in Cobra Kai, mate. I'm in. I'm in the zone. But what I'm saying is, like most people, one job, electrician, is enough for most people. So you've got to have. You've got that motivation. You've got the drive. You've got your dreaming. You're thinking of the. You know, bigger and better things. The, Do you think if lockdown hadn't happened? You would have been content just being a, a good electrician, or have you always felt like you wanted to do something else? I always wanted to do something, I guess, but I don't know if it would have been laid out, no. Um, but it would have been in the same vein of, I've got like ideas on the back burner, to be fair, but this is like the one, you know, that I'm yeah. focusing on. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, it's weird. I was sat on the sofa and I just thought of laid out, and yeah, it just all came together at once, and then. Yeah. It's, it's weird because when you do create something and it's sort of like the last few years here obviously social media has been good to us as a company is you, you do things and you think yeah 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 it's really good and then you go oh. and then all of a sudden the wave comes yeah. and you go oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you get like you know yeah. your first order comes through and you're like yeah bye yeah. you know and you you've got to just enjoy that because yeah. it goes it goes so quick but like I, I, I'm just dumbstruck that somebody 25 sort of in that position goes right I'm going to do this and then quarter of a million pounds yeah unbelievable the other thing with ideas though like you, I have a lot of ideas and there's things that I think yeah this is going to be good but then I just haven't got the time to do them mm. so <laughs> you, you, you've got to make true, that though. you have to like yeah but you but to, to be fair you still did because of your tool bags so you still yeah. made you still knew I wanted to do something and then when the first one you sold 
600 pieces or whatever it was in an hour. Yeah. Because I remember saying to you, because we, we launched That's our insane. tour. We, when we did the pre-orders, we had bets on how many we would sell. And Tony, who runs Velocity, we're like, how much are we going to do? He's like, oh, 50, 60. No, I think he was late. I think he was about 30 40. or 40. And I I was the like, most pre-orders they'd ever done was like 30, wasn't yeah. it? I was like 150. And, and then I you was were like, I'm just going to sell them all. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be a bit more confident. But mm. yeah, we, we literally, on the pre-order, we sold out. It's about um, three or four hours. That's crazy. Yeah, maybe slightly more. It was awesome because I, I remember we launched our bag at the same time. I think we did about three hundred fifty, four hundred, and he went and absolutely terrorised it in about three hours. That's just that's like the power, though. The power amazing, of PB Plum. Yeah. And that's like you said. That's people wanting to help me, wanting to support me mm. by buying my bag. Yeah, you know they they hadn't even seen it apart from a video I'd done on YouTube saying this is my new bag. Mm. They pre-ordered it without touching it, without even being in the country. So that just shows you that yeah. power of social media. People love you, Pete. Unlike me. Never I won't, mind. I won't buy one of your torches. <laughs> you don't I anyway, do I buy one off your sister. Oh, yeah. That old chestnut. So anyway, we'll move over to you quickly, Ash. Yeah. Bricklayer. Mm-hmm. How many years? Um, You're going to show your age here now. How yeah, old are you then? I'm 30. 30? 30, yeah. yeah. Why am I getting kids on? Yeah. No, but look, we can't have all the OAPs on like me and you, man. Do you know what I mean? The, the past it, the has dones, the bins. This is why we get I mean? skin face, get rid of the greys before the. Uh, I know, yeah, to be fair. The show. Like two old flipping silver foxes at either, either end. But yeah, Brit Lane for um, a good 15 years now, I'd yeah. say. So yeah, 16 left school, but I was doing it way before that as well. My dad's yeah. a Brit Lane, so. Did you leave school, go straight into it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was doing it before. Had enough of so school. All I'm through school, I knew what I was going to do. <laughs> so my attitude to school was, I'm going to be a Britlow anyway. Yeah. And it was the wrong attitude to have, really. I should have. Uh... It is and it isn't. It's sort of, some people aren't academic. We, we, every episode we talk about this because it seems to be like a running theme. Which I haven't had anybody yeah. on yet that's been like, well, actually, I got nine no, no stars. And I, went to, <laughs> I went to Oxbridge and I decided to do a chemical engineering degree. We haven't had anybody do that yet. But it seems that I think most people in the trades, they just, they didn't know what they wanted to do sometimes, yeah, obviously, yeah. but most people knew that they didn't want to do school. Mm-hmm. That was like a, a, a definite, I mean, what, same here, yeah. did you go straight out of school or did um, you go to college or? No, I went to college for electrics, but yeah. I sort of, um, I think I could have done better, but I sort of flopped. I uh, got like C's and everything, which mm. is all right. And then my brother was like, no, nah, you're coming to work with me. And, yeah, straight. Then I was like 15, I think, because I was like youngest in the year. Mm. So 15, I was on the tools and yeah, that's it. Mm. So was it your was your dad, wasn't it? That My dad's a Britler, yeah. Um, and so I've just, like I said, from a young, young age, I think my first memories on salt, about six, seven years of age, right, driving okay. around the forklifts and the dumpers and the diggers. And <laughs> back then it was like one key fitted all. Yeah. So you literally had access to everything. And I used to go on salt with him up in, um, it was up in Peterborough. And uh, yeah. Right from a really early age, I just knew it was what I wanted to yeah. do. Well, how know. did he get into it? Was he's my granddad. Right. So my granddad was a machine driver, and he got my dad on site, then got to start with a bloke called um, Arthur Erd. So my dad started labouring for him, mm. running the yard. And then, uh, yeah, he got his opportunity on the trail. Yeah. So how, how like, your third third generation then, bricklayer? Uh, second, because my granddad was a machine driver. So, right. yeah, second generation. So I believe... I don't know what it is. I got a feeling it's like in my blood. I just know it's in my blood. Mm. It's I'm a pretty natural at it, really. I feel like I'm a natural, and it's just 
I think it's because my whole lifestyle has always been around it. Yeah. 24-7, yeah. So everything, all the houses we've lived in, Dad's done them up, extended them. Mm. So I've just watched building go on for my whole life, to be honest. So yeah, yeah. I bet you... Is you, are your parents still together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But your mum's like, God, all he ever does is extend the house. I'm yeah, up living they've in. just finished one more and then he's, <laughs> he's going to do his last one now. He's 56 well done, Dad. now. Yeah, Been a, 56. Been annoying mum all then. My mum's just as bad, though, to be oh, fair. She? Yeah, my mum well and truly gets involved. Sure. She's bang balls down. She does everything and yeah. she gets involved. Like, yeah, so. no, normally, my girlfriend, because obviously we're doing a bars, you know, from being yeah, next, yeah. next door, and she's just like, she's just done. Yeah. We get married Sunday, so she is just done. She's like, just get the scaffold down, <laughs> get everyone out. Of I've had enough. You yeah. know? So it's good, it's good that obviously. Yeah, she 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 supports him, and she always has to you know support him, especially yeah. with us lads as well. There's four of us, so mm. mum's raised us, and dad's done the work yeah. basically. Did, you, you know? did your dad have his own business as well? Then is that no, the no. Before? So dad, um, he subcontracts on sorts. He's, he's what we call a gangerman on sorts. So. Mm. He works for a firm called Langlebuild, based up in Coventry. Mm. Big firm, got loads of blokes on, um, loads of big sites, and he runs a gang of bricklayers on, on site, and he's happy doing that. Yeah. He's never wanted to go into business. Yeah. He said, I'm, I'm happy being a bricklayer, and that's it, like, you yeah. know. So what made you break, um, break that chain and think, I'm going to get my van sign written, I'm going to go having, out on my own? So having my son so young, so I had my son when I was 19, and I thought, right, I need to do something in my life, and I want something for him to get into, basically. Mm. So... I walked off down to the wheat chief, had a sign made up, my honey brick works, and a number put on it, and that was it. Just started spreading the word, basically, and that's all I've ever done since 18, 19. Yeah. You so, know, so 11 years then you've been... Yeah, there. that's it, yeah. I went limited in the early stages, but didn't do nothing with it. It stayed dormant. Mm. And then in 2018, then I went limited again. Yeah. And it's been safe from then now to yeah, to yeah. where we are now as Mahoney Brickworks Limited, yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you say then, like, what's, what's the differences from when both of you started because I mean you're still relatively young mm -hmm. but obviously like you still remember the good old days <laughs> do you know what I mean so what what what's different now like from watching your dad to sort of where we are now what what's mobile phones on site my dad's very old school put your phone around Is get it? on with it put your phone around get on with it but now it's so true to to put your work out there for mm. people to see you on your social media and see what you're about. Yeah. You can go on someone's social media and tell them in five minutes whether the real deal or not. Yeah. So that I think that's the biggest difference now. Are you, are you winning work then off, off social? Because there seems to be a running theme with everybody that is on here. Anybody that has put themselves out there and showing off yeah. their work. Well, we yeah, I mean, to be fair, more fa I started my Facebook page back in 2011. It's not, I've, got, I've not got a massive following on there, but it's been around for a long time. Mm. Um, a lot of my work is just word of mouth through what I'll go anywhere and I'll tell people mm. I'm a bricklayer. Are Look. you one of those on the local Facebook page? You're like a bricklayer. Yeah, that's me. I get tagged all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get tagged all the time now. But now we've got a bit more structure now, mm. and I don't. You get messages all the time. And a I load just, of tire yeah, kickers go, on there. Go through to shovel. Do you think you could uh, you could build me a wall? Uh, Under my petunias. Won't take you long. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the famous saying, isn't it? It won't. It won't, it won't if, take you long. If I if I had the time myself, yeah, I'd yeah. build this wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you bloody wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. But yeah, that's the best one that is, yeah. It won't take you long. Well, you know. <laughs> Bricklaying videos on social media, they're either really satisfying to watch, mm -hmm. someone who's really skilled at it, or you just get people in the comments saying you don't know how to do it. Yeah. And then you'll get people, the, the biggest one on TikTok is how much they earn. Uh, so you've got a guy saying 50p a brick, yeah. I've just made 450 quid in a day. 
Yeah. And but then they're all arguing in the comments saying that's bullshit. There's yeah. no way you made that. Yeah. I think I think a lot of that is for, for show. But I mean mm. if you if you if if you know other bricklayers are gonna watch that, they're gonna call you out on it. Yeah. But I mean some some people might be earning well, that, but it, unless you're on like a real Big, yeah. big, big job. I'll happily openly admit I'm quick on the trail. Yeah. Really quick. My best day so far was 1,740 bricks on a This is what we need to wall. do, you know. If I had a bigger studio, I'd have it where we get people in and it's like, right, brick challenge. <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, there is something in, uh, in Vegas. Is there? Um, uh, World of Concrete, is it that? No, no. Um, Specmic 3,000. So... Load of bricklayers, basically nine inch walls. Sounded like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, Sputnik and, three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's how many bricks you can get down in an hour. Yeah. And I've been watching that for the past God knows how many years. And I've always thought I wanted to go and do it. I Are we going to have a world Guinness World Record brick champion on it? I'd love to go and I'd, yeah, I'd love Dressed to go to Harry Vegas Potter. and have a go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the philosopher's stone, stone Island. <laughs> but yeah, is there, the, is there that many do? that many ways to lay a brick? People just have different technique. Yeah, there's just loads the way of ways to skin a cat, definitely. Yeah. Do, do you know it's... the one that always boggles me? Go on. A curved wall. I saw you doing some Today. stuff where you were taking little bits out of the curved wall. Yeah. And that always twists my melon because I'm just like, my bricks are straight. Yeah. How'd you, mm. you curve? Well, your next door neighbour's wall, obviously. Um, that was. Good old Russ. Whole, we'll mention him on here. The whole run of it, yeah. I saw something the other day. I feel I remember this right. It was a curved wall and it said it uses. Less bricks than yeah. a straight wall. I got asked a question on that, and somebody said, "Oh, I knew you'd know the answer." So basically, yeah. So it's a single skin brick wall. If there'd be more bricks in it, because you'd have to double skin it, but the strength is actually in the curves. Ah, uh, okay. So that's where it works basically. Yeah. If it was single skin straight wall, the wind would take it over, so you'd have to got double it, yeah. it up so to give stability. it more strength. Yeah. So because it's on an S bend, clever like education, it. mate. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's yeah, it's true. I actually got asked a question on that the other day. To be yeah. fair, so I mean, brick brick lane. Then, so what what would you say brings you more enjoyment from that than say going into another trade? Like, did you ever contemplate going into another trade? Just no. the bricks were for you. My, from say from an early age, it's been my only vision, just yeah. brick lane, and it's, I've just wanted to get into that basically that was it whenever like, they yeah. do polls on like who are the the happiest workers mm. it's always someone who's got a job where you can stand back and say like look at what you've done and yeah. obviously you must get a massive satisfaction when you can't look you at something can't you do that in every trade though well, it's bulky work though as well with Bricklane so yeah. I love to, I love to go to a job in the morning well, and it'd be a yeah. flat footing nothing there and then by the end of the day whoosh a building's built there's nothing better for me to go. I put that there. Mm. Look at it. It's staying so there. I did forever. watch one of your videos as well, where you had there was a few guys on it, and you yeah. smashed that uh, extension up in less than a day, wasn't it? Was it yeah, eight hours yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. A few hours. Yeah. Um, just just so anybody's watching, I don't know whether it's still up, but I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. No, there's plenty on my social media. Yeah, there's plenty. But um, but yeah, now we've I've got I've got tons of videos and the amount of things that I've done in days, and mm. there's been times I've looked back at end of day and gone. How have I just done that? Mm. How's that possible? And uh, that's the biggest satisfaction to get out of it, is doing something that people go, he hasn't done that in a day, surely. Mm. Yeah, we have. Yeah. You know, it's that, I love that. I love that saying, yeah, yeah. I can do it. You know? I mean, what's, what's one thing then? Because, you know, talking to you about things that you like, things that you enjoy, the types of things that you do, what's one thing about your particular trade that you might not enjoy as much? Is there anything that you sort of... Right. Uh, yeah, it can get tough in winter. Winter when right. it's when it's cold and wet, and it just if we get a downpour for a day, and it just these, ruins. These, these electricians, I don't know what. Nah, <laughs> no, no, 
Um, but that's that's he, the he hardest. Milwaukee jackets. Yeah, so there, his big like, wipes, hand oh, moisturizer. Oh, like yeah. Oh, um, dustpan and brush. Brand new I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd say it's just the weather. You know, in the summer when it does. Sun's blaring, you sh- short top off, top all right, darling. That's it. You know, it's it's the best job in the world. But say winter time, it can be mm. tough. You know, cold mornings, waiting for the waiting for it to get above two degrees before you can start laying bricks, yeah. and you're sitting around the van. But it's part of the parcel. You earn your money in the summer and the winter times. Yeah. If you haven't earned in the summer, you've got you to got still every, trying to every, earn every, it. Every, every job you got to take the rough with this. If you ain't laying, yeah. no one's paying. That's mm. it. No lay, no pay. <laughs> no lay, no pay. Look at you. No splash, no... I'm just saying. You know, you... No Armani, no Punani. <laughs> Pete, you don't have to say him, mate. You don't have to say him. Right? Yeah. You can use that one when you go into the toilet. Like, I've got one for you, mate. No lay, no pay. Rhino Trade Insurance sponsors Trade Legends, the best insurance for insuring your van and your tools. Keep them safe, and you know what they say, don't be a fool, insure your tool. What what else should we chat about? Do you get involved in any, like... um what do you call them, like big builds? Something interesting? Ah, oh, certainly, yeah. Last year, I rebuilt the third biggest orchard in Europe. Oh. So it was down Milton Keynes. Um, it was first built in, I think it was 19, early 1900s. So mm. it was, um, had 145,000 bricks in it. 13 inch wall at the bottom. Um, it went about another 10 course below ground to about five, six courses wide. How many bricks? 145,000. <laughs> There's a video on my Instagram. Uh, I laid 500 bricks in an hour on it. There's a video on there. I got myself set up on my own. 145,000 bricks. It was such a tough job. Sweet. Imagine doing that now, trying to get bricks. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, you get a job like that? Is that someone recommended to you? Yeah, so I got approached by City Demolition about about seven, eight years ago, and he asked me to um, to block up uh, a building which uh, was, 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 was going to demolish it, but... At the time, didn't want all the um, what do we call them? Crackheads <laughs> yeah, getting in the building, so we had to block it all up. So I said to him, I said, "Look, I can do it. I can certainly do the job, but I ain't got the capital behind me to buy the materials, nothing like that." So that then put me in touch with another bloke called Noel uh, Laflor, and he bought the materials for me. And then from then on, I done loads and loads of jobs for him. And then he phoned me up. I never forget the day he phoned me up. He said, "You sitting down, Ash?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, what's what's up, look?" He went. You'll be here for three years, mate. <laughs> got a bit more. You might be interesting. There's over hundred thousand bricks. How long said. did it take you? How long were you on it for? We started the wall in the Feb and we finished it in the November. Jeez, could you imagine them poor buggers on the Great Wall of China? Yeah, it was tough. It was a tough job, but we we dug in and we got it done basically. So mm. it was it was all right. It was nice. It happened during lockdown as well. Yeah. So I spent about I spent a good solid eight weeks down there on my own with no one. When we was like, oh, you can't get in the van with me, mm. or don't breathe on me, and it was oh, so God. everyone was off, and I went down there on my own for eight weeks. Uh, that was quite tough. And then once it started opening up, then I got the family down there as well. Family mm. lads behind me. All the big sites were all closed still. Mm. So we got dad and my brothers down there, and uh, and yeah, we just, we got we got through yeah. it basically and done it. So I mean, do you, do you think that because obviously every trade has been affected by COVID? Yes, there's been more work because people like my neighbour want to get his wall done. Yeah, yeah. Because he's seen that I had my drive done, so he wants to get his wall done. Mm-hmm. But do you think COVID's affected, like, trades in a different way? Would you say, obviously, like, you know, it's Mental Health Week this this week, isn't it? Or Mental Health Day yeah, and stuff like that. So it's sort of, I feel like it's probably good to sort of talk about that side of things 
a bit more maybe on this show. I mean, like, you know, you guys, you losing your job, mm-hmm. you know, you having to work away from family and all that sort of stuff. Long, I mean, long you? lonely days on your own. It was, mm. it was very long and lonely. Yeah, you know, right. you go down there, you're driving down there an hour and twenty from you know where we are. Mm. Um, and then you're doing eight hours on the on the tools. Your back's tired because you're doing the labouring as well yourself. It was just physically and emotionally very very draining, and it was very lonely as well. So it's just in the middle of a field, <laughs> yeah. no one around. So you know, where, you know. where were you actually staying when you were down there? Just travelling, travelled right. it. Yeah, travelled it every day. Got up early in the morning, and the only good thing about it there was no cars in the road, so I did start mm. getting there a bit quicker than what it would do usually. Instead of 80, it was 100. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like that, trying to time myself to get to work. It yeah. was actually like, oh, yeah, getting to work in 13 minutes and 49 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So quiet, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was nice. The thing yeah. I struggled with was at the start when people didn't want you in the house because they didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. It was always ladies who wanted you. You'd go days. down from like eight jobs a day to like two. So you'd do your two jobs in the morning and then you'd be home. And I really enjoyed it because the sun was out. Mm. I had got I, I had like i'd not done any work on my house for years because i'd not had the time because you're always working and when you go you don't really want to be doing any work do you no no so yeah. i had god the garden to do kitchen to finish off i was just decorating and just in loving life it was going back to work when it all started to come back i couldn't get motivated i just wanted to stay at home all the time yeah yeah i yeah. really really struggled you weren't even getting furlough no but i just it was just <laughs> the lifestyle of being at home relaxing um spending time doing stuff for me rather than for other people mm. then i couldn't get motivated to go back to work yeah. i mean for, for you guys then over the over the years like we'll go back to the mental health thing i mean over the years with being in the trade you know sometimes it is a lonely place sometimes obviously like it's, it's lad banter or it's yeah like, yeah oh you know can't talk about your problems i mean has there been any times where you guys, I know obviously you mentioned about that first lockdown, like you completely lost motivation. Is there any times for both of you where you've thought, you know, maybe you've lost your job? Have you got a family as well? Yeah, I've got two little ones. So, so it's like, you know, that pressure. Has there been a time for you guys over the period that you've been in the trades where you sort of look at it and think, well, yeah, I was, I was pretty low there. And, you know, mm. how did you how do you sort of change that? that mindset for me to be fair trade related it's not i've been all right um i've always i've worked with a good group of lads we didn't really stop through lockdown i had like two weeks off at the start like i say when no one knew but we do i'm commercial industrials we do like sainsbury's co-op distribution centers um we do like water waste management all that sort of stuff so all of that carried on going we didn't really stop um a lot of lone working and stuff instead of going with like a group of four or whatever but that kept going but um i take more um of a hit with it with um with all the social media stuff that i do but it's sort mm. of self-inflicted so because you spend so much time on well it. you do it don't you you put yourself out there so you just it sort of comes with the territory doesn't yeah. it but i mean i touched on that last time when you interviewed me because there was there was a time for me when i was like i was really busy with social i didn't have charlotte didn't have any of the guys in here and I remember I messaged you, my cousin had just died of cancer. So literally my cousin just, just passed away and I got a message off a guy and I hadn't gone back to him. And I said, look, sorry for not coming back to you, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, my cousin's just died. He said, I don't care if your cousin's just died. And literally, literally like I messaged you, didn't I? Cause I yeah. was like, I was, t- I was teetering at that point. Yeah. My cousin was 40, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like similar age to mm-hmm. me. And, uh, 
you know, that's the side of social mm. media that nobody actually gets to see. You're probably mm. messaging him as well out of hours, weren't you? Out of hours. Do you know what I mean? Going the extra the mile. Same, the, same, the same way, yeah. obviously. Like, you've created a rug for your back now because when you're residual current, you could just... Yeah. If I really just want to switch off for two weeks, yeah. I can do. You feel like you can't because, again, you doing your social, like you can see it growing. So mm. you're like, yeah, lay some more bricks. I'm yeah. going to Vegas. <laughs> womp, womp, you know. <laughs> and you want to make it grow. But then at yeah. the same time, like you need to sort of take that take that back. But yeah. when you start a business, you know, because, you, you know, you want to show people your work and stuff mm. like that, you feel like you have to be on there. And then when it's you get funny the funny how it's flicked as well, because I used to put videos up, say, when I started the page 2011, I go, oh, got run down left, right and centre. Mm. Or was he filming himself? Or was he doing this? <laughs> or was he doing that? The other. And then all of a sudden, it just went massive on Instagram yeah. and stuff. And I thought, oh, where have you got come from? Mm. And then Neville come and took over and, you know, put a lot more people are more technically gifted than what I am, basically, with, with technology. And um, mm. they've done really well with it, like, you know, but so now it's, it's everywhere. One's on it now, isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's another thing as well. Is I always tend to find one of those comments always comes like you last night, obviously on your YouTube saying, "Look, like I've got loads on, I'm like knackered." It always comes at that time yeah. when you've had a right shitter. It's yeah, always at that yeah. time. So I mean, I come a lot. That it's not it's not needed. You slaved over a video all day. You put it out, and within five minutes, someone's just pissed all day. You haven't put that clip on, Pete. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. A day's work in. Yeah in a 20 minute video do you, yeah. know I mean? you won't have seen it but last night it was about it got to four o'clock basically and i realized i still had a full day's work still to do i had so many jobs still to do at four o'clock yeah like this ain't normal like it's just really stressed really miserable i was hungry um and i just thought this is i don't, I don't know what i thought i was just was having a bad time and then the first job i went to I had to go into town, so I'd, work, I'd worked all day on, with my mate Ben, we're doing a full central eating, and then I've gone out to do gas certificates, breakdowns, got this contract at a hotel where it's um, emergency work. Mm-hmm. So you're letting agency, go to pick a key up, so drive all the way into town to pick the key up, drive all the way back out of town to the house, the customer's in, well, the tenant's in. So I didn't need to go and get the key, but... <laughs> so that pissed me off. <laughs> then I got to the hotel... F- a list of emergency jobs and some of them were like the base and taps are loose well that's not an emergency mm-hmm. so that pissed me off but then <laughs> it's a grumpy old man <laughs> there's a leaking toilet where it needed a new toilet so i'm there and i can't do anything so that's pissed me off because i'm i've gone out and i can't actually do anything yeah and then there's a toilet i fixed the leak on the toilet when i filled it up it started overflowing so it's got another problem then i looked at the flush because i tried to flush it to get rid of the water that was overflowing and the flush was broke so it's like, <laughs> I've done the leak and now it's got two other things wrong with it. So I've got to come back again. It's like, I was there, but I weren't actually achieving anything. Yeah. And it, by this time it was like half seven. And my, a big part of my day is I like to go to the gym. He's going to take the piss. But you work out my, that, <laughs> really? my mental health is dependent on that because that's yeah, one thing I want to do for myself. And if I can't get there and if I'm running late and you know, that's the one it's thing I want to do yeah. it. That upsets me. And then, like I said, <laughs> on my video, I wanted to get a haircut because we're doing the podcast because I feel better if I've had a haircut. Yeah. So that was playing on my mind and there's just too much to do. I was meant to be at yours, what time this morning? Nine? Yeah, yeah. What time did I get there? Uh, half two. Half two. Because I was doing jobs that I should have done yesterday and just, yeah. there was a job I was going to do on my way home from the gym because my brain was fried. I forgot to go. So I had to do that this morning and... Mm. I was mm. just having a bad time, so I thought I'll do a YouTube video to, to show the real side of mm. work. Mm-hmm. But then I'd noticed on social media it was like mental health day. So I thought, 
it is part of your mental health, isn't it? When yeah. you had a bad day, to see someone else having a bad day yeah. might make s someone watching it feel better. They mm -hmm. can relate to it. And they did. The comments was 159 comments when I looked this morning of people mm. either saying chin up or yeah, I've had a bad day too. Um, Empathising. Yeah, whereas, whereas mm -hmm. mine was, I'll get Just you a skin fade. Yeah, well, he was taking the piss. <laughs> I got you a skin fade though, didn't I? Yeah, he did. So, I mean, I don't know whether you want to touch on it. Obviously, you told us a story out mm. there because that's sort of moving on to yeah, 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 to that sort of part of things. Um, but you know, the whole mental health thing, I just feel like within trades, we're very quick sometimes to jump on. Hey, you work, you work, you know, whatever. Big burly builders, and it that's what but, it is. But on the know, flip side, then it's oh, if you want to talk. So it's sort of like some people won't want to talk because of those comments. But I mean, that, that story that you told us out there, I don't know if you want to... Yeah, I don't mind talking about talk it. About um, but say, obviously, last year, it was um, it was October last year, and I was going through some bad things myself at the time. We had the, you know, the, the year which we all had, so everyone weren't feeling themselves. And I just dropped my son to his mum's in Coventry, and I was driving down the road, and I seen a bloke on a bridge messing around with some rope, and I drove through... And I got to the island at the top and I thought something came right. It just weren't ticking right with me. So I, I spun myself back round mm. and I come back up uh, up underneath him again. Realised a second time round exactly what situation I was in and what was going down. And he was measuring the length of the rope. So I pulled the van up and um, it was one of them ones with the bridges going over the road, you know, the ring road. So I had to run up the, the ramp to get to the top. And I got a stone throw from him and I screamed. So he said, don't do it. And he just looked at me dead in the eyes and just let go. So that was very tough for me to deal with because I was already going through a hard time myself and I seen the end point. You never get that image out of your head. Never in a million years, you know. I, there was loads of things at the time I couldn't pull him back up and he ate away at me. I thought, oh, you know, you're a strong bloke, you should be able to do it and it's dead weight at the end of the day, you can't, you can't shift it. And, um, but yeah, the main thing for me, it was, it was seeing the end point of depression and that's where that is the end. There's no more further you can go than that, than, than ending mm. it, you know. I mean, how, how did you then, for, for anybody sort of listening or watching, how did you, you know, because when, when I see you, like, you think somebody's fine. Like, when I yeah, speak yeah, to you outside yeah. the front of the house or whatever. I am right now, and I can honestly say I'm at the end of it now and I'm out of it, it's but done. How, how, um, how for anybody listening then, because these are the things, is everyone goes, oh, yeah, talk about it, you know, like yeah. people get shot in Paris or whatever in a terrorist attack, it's like, pray for Paris, you know. But yeah, I feel yeah. like sometimes like talking like we are now and actually hearing how you've helped yourself or other people have helped you, like... I think it's, I didn't get any, a lot of people told me I should go to um, counselling and stuff like that. And I, I phoned someone up once and I just, I don't know, I didn't, didn't follow through with it. I didn't follow through with it and I thought, come on Ash, you can pull yourself out of this. So you got to the turn of year and I thought, I've got to do something about this. I'm, I'm down in the dumps, I'm not happy, I'd lost a lot of weight. Um, mm. I weren't feeling Is your myself. Work suffering? So after this happened with this bloke um, in Coventry, so I ripped all my hand open trying to pull him up on the rope and as silly it was, the next day I went to work, I just did what I do and go to work and I actually got pulled up on the job. It was a portrait build um, and usually I'd, I'd, I'd take my eye to it and I'd make it look right, but all I did was put the corner blocks back on the brickwork which was already there, a car would drive into it and built it to the two corners. Whoever had built it in the first instance didn't line it all in and I just built it to the line and cleared up and went and then I got a phone call back and there's like, oh, what's going on with this and it didn't fair play yeah I went back and I was like yep yeah, I've built it to the to, to the 
um, you know the corners that are already there. But what I should have done is used my experience and built this side independently mm. to this side because that's how it was first originally built. But I think I weren't thinking straight. Um, my hands was all hurting in bits. It was just a tough. But I went there, and but I don't really remember that day either. So after it had happened, I should have really just took the day off and took took a few days off to just try and let it get in my system and work it out in my head, like you know. Mm. But yeah, is, is there anything then from that situation? Because that's that's pretty tough. I mean, like Bundy touched on, obviously his dad dying, um, mm. his kid being born, then finding his best mate dead yeah, in the house. Yeah, I mean, like tough. you know, that was three was that three years ago for Nick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, and he's only probably just just right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, for I feel myself. I turned it around quite quickly because I knew I couldn't keep going down the route I was going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, were there other instances where your work wasn't great, where people pulled you up on stuff, or was it just... Just the whole the whole business got hard, everything just got hard. We was in a busy stage of, of, of work, there was a lot going on, everything was under my head as well. Mm. Um, I've recently employed somebody full-time who's helping me out with everything behind the scenes, that's a that's, massive That's way. the advice inside for Every, you, isn't it? Yeah. That's your... The customer services, getting all the jobs that are coming in, you know, people have phoned me and I'd, I'd forget to write a name down and mm. just slip for it. I still need to do your quote as well. It's like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> the reason is because I haven't given you through to Siobhan. Bloody I've spoke at, to you personally, not you know. But yeah, where was that? Sorry, I can't remember. But I was um, where I was at with that. So you said you're over it now. What what did you do to? Oh uh, yeah, so I just let time do its thing. That's the best thing I've thought. You know, people say I go to counselling, and, and I do believe counselling will help a lot of people. Mm. For me, I just knew in my head, I've got to get myself back. And I mean, was, it, get was there anything back. else you did, like family or? Yeah, did you talk to anyone about it? Or? Um, I spoke to my dad a lot. I spoke to my dad a hell of a lot. Like, I mean, I'm, su- I'm sure um, as well, because back, back in the day, nobody ever talked about any of this on site. No. So I'm sure your dad's probably worked along, like even yeah. people that have committed suicide and Yeah, well, and to be like fair, that. I phoned, it was the first bloke I phoned after it happened and I said, Dad, this has just happened to me. I've just witnessed this. And mm. He said, he said, I don't know what to say to you, son. Look, mm. just, he, but he was checking up on me, make sure I was okay all the time because, you know, my dad, you know, a few people said, look, after other people have experienced it, they go and do the same thing themselves. Mm. And they were worried about that. You can't get that vision out of your head. Mm. I, was seeing, I was seeing him a lot. Look, it was every time I blinked, it was all mm. waking up loads of times in the night. And it was just, it was just so, because I was in that position and I sort of, I was still running towards him when he let go as well. So I sort of sneaked, seen everything happen. Mm, and it was, crazy, it was it was horrible. It weren't nice. And my I just found time healed me. And it, it, some people look said he could he was three years to mm. till he felt better. I'm about twelve months just after it and um, you know, I just let time do its thing basically. Mm. That's all I did. And try and try and just change little things that I knew I was doing. Like I knew I was getting home sometimes, just sat there staring at my phone. Is is that like, is that as well probably like because I, I found obviously since I've got this, this harem of social media sort of media people to yeah, help yeah. me. Like, I feel like when I get home as well now that, like, some, some of that has been taken off me. So yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think maybe you implying somebody to help you with the invoice, all that sort oh, of stuff, certainly. subconsciously, 
help. It gives you a chance to yeah. rest because when you're running your business yourself and you're out on the tools, the hardest thing is to go home when you've been on the tools all day and go and do some quotes. It's yeah. you're mentally and physically you're tired. Jumping on low down. Yeah. yeah any kind of work after work really, it's, it can be quite stressful. And um, I say I got to a point where I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. There's just too yeah. much going on. If you've got kids at home as well, it's got like two kids as well. Got yeah, eleven year old son and a two year old daughter. Um, and yeah, at weekends, you know, you're trying to get time with them and you're trying to do this quote or you're trying to do this invoice. It just gets too much. So that was a massive weight off my general mindset of what I've got going on in my head. You know, just take that out. And Siobhan now deals with that. You know. Big up Siobhan. Yeah, big up Siobhan. Yeah, absolutely amazing woman. I guess She's if you've got there. someone like a Siobhan, then like you said earlier, when you're on that job in Milton Keynes, you felt lonely. Maybe yeah, if you've yeah. got someone else who you know is on your team, who's there to help you, yeah, but she so helps me run my business now. I mean, she's phoned me early and I had to rush back to get these quotes done. She nails me if I don't get stuff done. Mm. Whereas if you own the company yourself and you go, oh, I'll leave that I'll just go and have a Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go and have a Guinness and I'll leave that quote to the morning. Whereas now, because I've got a Siobhan, she's like, why have I got this quote? Because I need to send this back to this customer. Um, yeah. Or I don't what, want to tell them. That's what you them. need. That's what you and need. Yeah, and it's it's a so, big help. Yeah. You don't feel lonely in business. I've got well, the I think it's alone, man. Yeah. I think it, just that little bit, like taking that off you yeah. especially when you're down because you just it's like the last thing you want to do like some nights I, I get home especially when I've had a barrage of shit on social media off somebody saying Me. They I'm not you but just some, <laughs> somebody saying I don't care that your cousin's died do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. literally like some days I've gone straight home ignored the missus gone straight upstairs and gone straight into bed and that's mm -hmm. not that's not right but when you've got help yeah yeah help, yeah so, I mean, in, in that sense, then, would you say that's probably something that people should do is get other people around? A million percent, especially in the building industry, because, mm. like I said, a lot of us are just burly builders. And, uh, but you need you need some brains beyond the system, basically. And if you're just out there on the tools, you, you just you need mm. somebody there to do something. Depending on how, how big you are as well. Mm. Um, you know, I've got seven, eight people that work for me. So it's we, get, we turn through quite a lot of work. There's loads of quotes to go out all the time. There's loads of invoices to go out all the time organising materials, organising jobs. Things can chop and change in our trade as well. Look, save yourself. If you're going to fit some radiators, you know nothing's going to stop you fitting them radiators bar something else occurring. Yeah. But for us, you could have a, a rain day and it could mm. soak everything and you could have a two-day knock-on effect then mm. or you could have three days of rain and your whole week's gone. Mm. Would you, you know? say that's the worst bit of your job then? For Would you say that's why you've broke the missus in as well? Is that the... Yeah, the, the, the finance and the organisation. Yeah. So is that the worst bit about yeah. your job? It's so hard. Yeah. It, it, I find it so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, <laughs> yeah. I've got invoices to get paid. Yeah, that's the worst. Maybe thing. maybe we need to get somebody on to talk about like does that that, yeah. that side of things because yeah. I, I find everybody, especially in, in show, like I'm I'm the same. My sister does all that stuff. Yeah, I get all the fun bits talking mm. to you guys on social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said to you before, you, the the best businesses are those the ones where they realise you're good at bricklaying. It's taking hats off, isn't you're it? You're not yeah. good at the paperwork side. So you employ someone to do the thing you're not good at, and mm -hmm. that is how you will grow your business. Yeah, mm. you've hit yeah. an island. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I was like, I can't do this hat anymore. Mm. You know, I can't sit here and concrete fingers into a laptop. Even, boom, boom, even boom. though you look very intelligent in your Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> but yeah, um, and that's where I say I decided. I was like, right, okay. Yeah, it's hard at first to think I'm paying someone that isn't laying bricks. Mm. And laying bricks is what brings the money into my business. So mm. it's... a Whereas when I went on, you can't lay like, bricks if you're there quoting. 
So that's the well, point. I used yeah. to do it all on the evenings as well, so yeah. sitting up till two, three o'clock in the oh, morning, it's, and it's yeah, like you can't run on three hours sleep. No, like. but this um, is the thing that people miss. It's like the light work life balance. The evenings should be for you yeah. to do things that aren't work related. Yeah. And that's been the past past six, seven, eight months now where I've gone home and I've gone, oh, I've got nothing to do. Mm. Apart from the days where I've got my quotes, which which even with that, I can't look at. Uh, I struggle to look at a laptop screen and see what I need to do on there. Mm. Whereas Siobhan now, she'll, she prints them all out for me and gets yeah. them sent I, to me. I, out. I do, because I've got ADHD. Everybody <laughs> else over there. <laughs> My guy. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I you know I'm old school in the sense of she'll, she'll put them all there, a pen and paper, take a yeah, picture, done. back to Siobhan, she tops it all up and sends it all out mm. for me, you know. Massive. But fun. me trying to be professional with my laptop and emails, it's, mm. I'm a bit there, you know. <laughs> Turned into a business man I'll in bring the sense of like, hello, is that Mahoney? <laughs> yes, it's Mahoney Brickland. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, yeah. Before we leave the subject of mental health, do you want to hear my random story that happened to me on the way today? I thought you were going to do PB Gag of the Day, then I thought no, Pete's no, no. not the time <clears throat> for Gag of the Day. Have you got a Gag of the Day? No, no. Let's keep it, let's keep yeah. it about mental health. So, I had a shit day yesterday, and this, this morning wasn't good because, like I said, I should have been at yours at nine and I didn't get there till three ish. So I had a bad day yesterday and I was still a bit down in the dumps. And before I came to you, I rang you, said I'm on the way. I went to Starbucks to get a coffee because I've got to drive for an hour to get to your house. So I go to Starbucks and this guy stood there and he was about the same height as me, shaved head, young lad, probably 30, 30, you know, early 30s in a tracksuit. And he's just like, you're right, mate, you're having a good day. And I was like, um, yeah, it's all right. And he's like, oh, what you been doing? I was like, oh, just, you know, fixing boards and stuff. And then he said, he said, um, how's your body? Which like, kind of threw me, but I was like, that's right, I've got a bad knee though. <laughs> and he went, do you mind if I pray for you? And me being me, like, I, I, I just said, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, fine. So he got down and he put his hand on my knee and he started praying. And he was saying um, stuff about the ligaments and all this and the power of Jesus. And then he stood up and then he was giving me like a little life lesson on working too hard because I said I was busy. And he gave me this story about a ladybird, how they only live for one season. So you've got to think, make the most of your life. And then he was talking about leaves on the trees when they go brown, they fall off. That's it. That's their life over. And it was just a really nice because he, he was just a nice kid and he did that for me. And my knee, I can, don't know. Can, can you walk though now? Well, we'll see tomorrow if he's better, but it was just, it was such a, because I'd had such a bad couple of days, yeah. it was like, you I mean, know, I, like, I, make, I make a joke out of it because I was like, yeah, he's rubbing, I believe, on your leg, but like some, something like that sometimes is all. That's never happened yeah, to me before, but yeah, when I have a really around. bad day, something like that, mm. something completely mm. random and he's like prayed for me mm. and it just, it was like a feel good yeah. My, 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 mine with stuff like that is like like today obviously we went to the cash buy and there was a woman like oh have you only got to do something quick you can go in front of me little things like that with me where like I'm having a bad day but somebody will do something like that or yeah. you go in front of me in the queue or something like that and I think you know, when you're having a bad day humanity doesn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. so stuff, stuff like that but there's not many people that, that are like that but that's the that's the thing in trades is I, I feel like on the one flip side, we're really ready to criticise, you know, like on Twitter and somebody's like, that is rubbish, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, you know, yeah. giving somebody loads of grief. And then when they do do something stupid or, you know, they they take yeah. their own life, everyone's like, oh, hashtag be kind, you yeah. know, all that sort of stuff. So I, I feel like sometimes maybe on here, you know, if we talk about it enough, then people will be like, 
it's a bit yeah. more acceptable. People just need to ask if people are okay a little bit more, mm. and instead of just you know a lot of people so easy to go yeah I'm alright. Mm. It's quite it's, difficult on social though because I find you only ever put the best bits on. Yeah. That's why obviously like when you did that thing last night, people were probably like actually if Pete's having a crap day, yeah okay I can admit I'm having a. Yeah, and that's yeah, what, yeah. that's yeah. what we need people to do. And even your story about saying you did something wrong at work, people mm. need to hear that because no yeah. one ever says stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, all do I mean, it. We all make mistakes. It's, on, it's only the 145,000 bricks they're sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my most yeah. popular YouTube videos, like even the one I did on Sunday, was um, I was fixing a toilet and it started leaking. So I had to redo what I'd just done. Mm. And I could have edited, uh, edited it out. And yeah, I fixed this toilet first time, but... What, you know, why not show mm. the real thing? Mm. And people, I think people pr appreciate it more. Yeah. yeah. So, what should we do then? Should we do the lap times now? Yeah, let's go. Should we go, oh, should we go in the lap times? Because I'm <laughs> really nagging <laughs> for the toilet. So uh, let's check what my time's gone down to. Oh, 10 minutes, 10 seconds. Who, who drew nice. the bat on here for the Halloween special? It's quite good. Was that you, Jack? Because you're quite artistic. I don't I even think know. your pen's leaking, mate. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time my pen's leaking. <laughs> So for everybody listening on the audio section, it's the uh, standard Bahrain circuit and we're going to do the times of Ash and Mike. So I'll open the first bit of paper, which is uh, whew, Ash Mahoney. on here or should we put Mahoney? Uh, yeah, Ash Mahoney if you want, yeah. Because yeah. obviously Dave Elwood yeah. is actually yeah. Dave Finnegan. Oh, okay. I think it's Dave Elwood you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows me from Sight Me So I know. Ash yeah. Mahoney. Yeah. You did your Show me the Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> if you're horny, <laughs> Mahoney. There's loads of mahogany, mahogany, mahogany. Well, we've got Abby Mooney who works in here, so we're always like, Mooney, Mooney, Mooney. And she's just like, do you know how many people chant Mooney? Yeah. You did it in a one. Go on. Zero. One. Six, two, five. So just after Nathan at Power Tool. Look how close this leaderboard is. Oh, shit. Look. Yeah, no, I've got no shoes on. I've never been around about that sort of it, I'll thing. I'll be honest with you, it's so tight. Mm. Who's trying? Well, I beat Dave anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the leaderboard of my costume. Unlucky Mr. Elwood. Or De <laughs> Delwood, as he's known Delwood. over there. <laughs> 6 uh, Just after Nathan Powertall. There we go. So well, well done, Ash. Representing the bricklayers. Yeah. Mid-leaderboard. Mid I would have been quicker in my van. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice man. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, great last year. There we go. Don't, My tenth run, that is. Rubbing, rubbing out the We've got cobweb stuff for everybody listening on the audio thing. <laughs> it's a Halloween special and it's... Uh... Right. Ready, Mike.
Kayla. Should we put my cloud out? Yeah. My cloud out. You did it in a one. Zero. What do you, where do you think you are on that board? I can ask you. Hopefully not above uh, David Barnes, otherwise. Otherwise you'd be uh, a bit angry. Yeah. Otherwise the Germans will know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully above Bundy. Yeah. I can say that you're not above Bundy. It's a one, zero, two, oh. two, six, four. So you are... Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come, on, come on, Peter. It's a mental health episode. <laughs> Sorry. We're full of encouragement. <laughs> you can't say you shit because Dave is <laughs> below him. So I'll give you that one there, Pete. <laughs> we might have to stop the camera here, Jack, because I'm gagging <laughs> Literally touching on my tiptoes. We're going to do the darts, but I'll do the giveaway. Can we just cut the camera so I'm going for a whittle away? <laughs> for this week's Trade Legends Bundle Prize, we are giving away a Velocity Rogue 6 work bag with a wide selection of tools, an SLR 500, and finally, a box of Trade Legends beers. And as always, a £250 voucher from Power Tool Mate Prizes. To find out how you can win all of these prizes and for full details, head on over to our website, www.tradelegends.uk. So, to win that prize, all you have to do listening at home or watching is guess who got the high score, Ash or Mike. So to win the £250 Power Tool Mate prize, which will be the voucher, because what do Power Tool Mate do, Pete? Power Tools. God, it's the simplest plug ever, isn't it? What do Power Tool Mate do? Power Tools. To win their £250 voucher, all you have to do is guess the combined score of Ash and Mike, six darts each. So that is 12 darts. I can't break it down any simpler, because every week people go, how do I enter? 12 darts. Six each, combined score. So we're going to have Ash first. Okay. The bricky bad boy. The bricky. Harry Stone Island Potter. <laughs> <laughs> to come and use his uh, his trowel arm here. Oh, Pete, come on, mate. Do that every time. Skeletor's uh, having a nightmare <laughs> over here. Right, here we are. Stepping up. Here we go. Tell he works on the bricks, can't you? No lay, no pay. Yeah. <laughs> Ramming them down. Over to Carol Vorderman here, my trusty assistant. You totaled him up, Carol. Yep. Stop breaking the equipment. Oh my oh, god, he's caught. Cool. Everything's going down over here. <laughs> Next up, we've got Magic Mike. Magic Mike to throw. Away, oh, he's got a bit of arachnophobia here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, <laughs> I can't say we've had worse. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I was thinking, yeah, we're on for a big one tonight, and then, uh, yeah, scared me. So, uh, scores on the doors over there, please, Carol. I feel like, uh, what's his face, you know, the, he was the original presenter of Countdown. Doom, doom, Richard um, something, wasn't it? Yeah, Richard Whiteley. Richard Whiteley. Oh, there he goes. Look at my bicep arm from training at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've only got that one finger out, Pete. You've lost your power, mate. Uh, what was this score? I can't tell you. I can't give it away. Four. So, yeah, final final thought. Have, any, have you got a gag for gag of the day? Nah. Have you? Do a Halloween-related joke. What you got? Should, we, uh, should I Google one? <laughs> Go on then. Right, lads, have you got anything, a final parting message for uh, the listeners? And if you want to plug your social media pages or your website, now's yeah, the time. Um, yeah, if you just say, if you just want to type in Mahoney Brickworks anywhere on the internet, you know, my Instagram page will come up, my Facebook page and my website will come up. So, yeah, Mahoney Brickworks, Brickline from Birmingham. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, if you're um, if you're interested in electrics and residual current on Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok, and if you're interested in tools, it's Loadout on uh, www.loadout.shop. Loadout on YouTube. Loadout you on Instagram. Put, you can put these at the bottom, <laughs> Jack. Put these at the bottom. <laughs> Here's one for you, then. This is going to be Go shocking. On. These are like dad jokes. So, why did the ghost go into the bar? For the booze. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much for coming on. No, obviously, thanks for having us, yeah. Obviously, yeah. from my side, what you've done with the business, phenomenal. Obviously, Thank me you. looking over the neighbour's fence, what's he having done? Yeah. Fantastic brickwork. Hopefully, you come back to sort out my bit of a mess. On yeah, that. certainly will. Yeah, yeah I'll get, fix that for you, definitely. And we get that done. Fantastic brick liar. Happy to have you on. First bricky. Yeah, there pop, you go. Pop the cherry on there. Yeah. And also, well done on your business. Wish you all the best for the future. Should we give them a, a, a sneak preview on some upcoming guests we've got coming on? We can do, if you want. So we've got Matt Allwright off BBC Rogue Traders coming on. Mm, and obviously he's been hunting you for years. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and we've um, we've got Charlie Mullins from Pimlico Plumbers. So mm. that should be a good one. No holds barred. Big Charles. Yep. So, uh, yeah, sold his business coming for 100, soon. 145 million. It's so. incredible that is, isn't yeah. it? I'm very I don't jealous. think I'll ever sell my own if it works. It's uh, too personal. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever. Well, but, some, some, you know. some, some people never think that way. And then, I mean, he was 1979, he started the business. It's amazing. Yeah, he was yeah. turning over 50 mil. So, wow. yeah. Un unbelievable. There's still hope for me and you yet, Pete. <laughs> we trade legends. So, yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Really appreciate you, you both coming in and. Uh, Hopefully I haven't spent too much time with you filming a screen sketch. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Trade Legends podcast. Bloody marvellous. With thanks to our sponsors, Church Farm Brewery, the best beers in town. Also, Power Tool Mate. If you want to get your hands on a really good tool, it's the only place to shop. Lastly, our good friends Fix Radio, the only radio station specifically for the trade in the UK. 